There's two buttons. Hi, I'm Cheryl. I'm Matt. Cheryl Pulvergrudge. Matt Pulvergrudge. Matt Pulvergrudge. I also go by Cheryl Panics. Anyhow, we're here again Friday night. It, it goes fast, doesn't it? Wow. You think? I think so. You think so. Okay. Yes, he actually wore his hair down this evening, which is um, kind of interesting to me because... I, I don't know, Game of Thrones, anyone? Anyhow, all besides the point. Sometimes you shall let your hair down. Yes, yeah, sometimes you do. <laughs> and tonight's going to be one of those conversations. So we are going to be talking about a very popular topic right now, which is uh, what is bipolar? Uh, what is it like to have it? What is it like to live with it? Um, I have my own anxiety and panic disorder. So I have my own mental health issues aside from him. So we're just in this one big pot of mental dysfunction, dysfunction, like most families in America. Mm -hmm. Anyhow. So with what Kanye West had done, um, this is not about him. It just brought it to the forefront because people read what maybe a doctor might say, or a friend of, or someone who could have been married to, but you really need to hear it from someone who lives it. So we're going to get right to it. Matt, would you like to say anything before we? Well, first, I, I love being bipolar. No, I hate it. <laughs> anyway. He did it. He did it, boys and girls. Yes. Yeah. No, uh, honestly. Yeah. I, I read a little bit. I didn't do a lot of reading about the Kanye thing because I just don't care. But um other than that, I, I mean, I'm, I'm aware of it. I don't really have to read it or see it to know what he's going through just because I, I, I live it. I've lived it. I've been there. I've done that. Uh, I didn't quite have the forum he did, but my goodness, I've tried, you know, make as big of a scene as I possibly can at times. And uh, so okay. I, 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 I totally understand. I mean, I, I feel for him. I really hope he gets the help that he needs do you, do you think it's common, honey, that um, people who have bipolar may um, try to avoid the admitting to the themselves part? Yeah. I mean, for 40 years, I, I denied it, you know, uh, because of the stigmas attached to it. I didn't want to admit it. I didn't want to seek the proper treatment. Um, it's very true. And it, and it was always, it always seemed kind of forced uh, when I did, when I was younger, it never seemed like something like, okay, this is something that I want to do for myself and for, for uh, 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 my family, you know? So, but, but it, everybody, I still don't do counseling, so I can't say go to a counselor all the time. You know, I do the medicine, um, but uh I'm Scottish and I'm Slavic. We just kind of bottle things up, you know, whatever. Hold on to it. Um, I go every week to counseling um, or twice a month. It just depends on where my life is, but uh, I highly recommend it because I have my own issues. I deal with, with anxiety and panic and then living with my husband. <laughs> There's also that added, you know, it's taken me this whole time we've been married. We've been married four years together longer than that, but just talking about the married part. Um, I think it's taken this long to figure him out. You figured me out. Okay. Not completely. Cause that's awesome. Because maybe you can share it with me. 
there's many, you know, like Shrek says, there's many layers. So um, how I react to things and how I communicate with Matt is very important. Stay, stay with me here. I am. Okay. So what does it feel like? Explain to those of us who are not bipolar. What does it feel like when you're in that manic moment where you feel like you could, you know, I can do anything. Well, it feels exactly like that. I mean, it's like, um, <laughs> uh, for some people it'd be too much caffeine for somebody, somebody it could feel like a rush on drugs for some people. It's just, it comes natural. Um, for me, it happens if I don't take drugs, uh, which is kind of funny. Vraylar, um, put my little hashtag Vraylar. Oh there. yeah. He's listen, that has saved <clears throat> our lives, both of ours, but you do, you have these, uh, they're, it's night and day. You have these depression moments, which for me last week, sometimes even months, then you have on top of the world moments, which can last weeks, sometimes even months. Um, for me as a contractor being self-employed, it works out great. Being an employee, it stinks. You know, I, I, I'm a terrible employee. I'm, I'm a great, um, self-employed contractor though, but I, I hate working for other people. And I'm it's not that you hate working for other people just to edit this. It's just, how do you communicate with someone that doesn't have any idea? And uh, we haven't even mentioned how people look at it as being this really scary thing. We'll get there in a moment, but I love what you said, honey, about it's weeks or months. It can be like that. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people who think it's, Oh, Hey, so by the weekend he's something. And then two days well, later, that's what and people I'm like, think, and they, they think, Oh, you know, I mean, I don't know. There might be different kind of bipolars out there that, that go from day to day and, and, and maybe in the morning they're great. And by the afternoon they're terrible and vice versa. For me, it, it, it's not like that. Um, for me, it lasts longer, you know, irritability, depression, um, his depression lasts way longer. Yeah. And, and he knows this, it, it can, and, you know, to be candid for those of you who live with someone, whether it be your child, because please don't forget your kids inherit this stuff from us, beautiful people like my son with panic inherited from me. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, it, it runs through. So just understanding how to help them get the help they need. And um, they know, they know what they're doing. They know when they're wrong. Would you agree? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's not like I have to tell him. I mean, well, like I've said before, I've on here it sometimes it feels yeah. like an out of body experience. It can feel, you know, it can totally feel like uh, you're not in control of yourself and you, you're, you're almost aware of what you're doing at the time. <clears throat> that's interesting. And that's and, and, but you just continue on, you know, just remember, and that's why I popped up suicide hotline at that moment. Cause we're talking about the depressives that when they get down, um, when you read from a lot of the famous people that have been bipolar in history, you know, a lot of them commit suicide. I would say most of the ones that I went through committed suicide. Well, 2%. Oh, I did a little research before we started. Ooh. So 2% over a 20 year period are more likely to commit suicide. Um, and, and, and bipolar actually can shave 20 years off your life, especially if untreated. Um, just I can off see that for life, you know, and I, and I can see that because it's, you you'd know. be surprised how many people are bipolar and can hide it, but it's, it's, I mean, I can't imagine if I had money and fame 
and people around me just saying, it's all okay. You're great. You're awesome. You're awesome. You're, you're, everything you do is great. You're a genius. You're awesome. You know, <laughs> well, it's not just that it's, but, but it's when you're on those high ego trips. I mean, I could see the people around you can be just as guilty um, as at, at, at feeding it. Um, you know, that's very interesting. He said that because when I said earlier with him being bipolar, I have to tweak how I, communicate. When I'm upset about something, I have to bite my tongue sometimes and wait, like not when he first walks in the door, I have to give him his decompression time. Then it's easier to, you know, go, Hey, listen, but it depends on his day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It depends on his day. Um, but I can see what he's saying. And you know, that even just your entourage in that kind of situation, if you're blowing smoke nonstop, that would definitely because when they're on that high ego mm -hmm. or that that manic they really do believe what they're doing i mean it's not like they're oh yeah they're there's no are, faking it yeah, i mean this some, is legitimately they are this is what we've got a mission and that's what it's going to be you know i mean there's nothing that can get in your way and the consequences are worth it because what you're doing is very important that that's the bipolar mind, meaning when he's not medicated, this is medicated math. Um, I love medicated math. <laughs> um, I love all of math and uh, bipolar and all. And I know a lot of people, my experience, um, we went through a hard time and I did initially because I was fed so much very demonizing things about a bipolar person, how careful you should be and they're going to hurt you. And, and I'm not saying that there's people like that who can, I'm saying this bipolar would never have done that. He never did. Yes. He got violent, but it was with inanimate objects like walls and stuff, not people. Um, but with that being said on medication, it's a self-destruct thing. Yeah. It's, it's, a self hurt. Um, you know, if you want to get really real on this show, I've burned myself, you know, um, he surprises me on the show. Cause I don't know what he's going to bring up and we don't rehearse this. So to no. speak. So, uh, he's but done there's, there's, horrible things to himself. Yes. Yeah. There's something that you can both physically self hurt and you can emotionally self hurt. Um, uh, there's, there's so many different ways to self-destruct, you know, um, I hate to say I've tried them all. Uh, and sometimes it's just because you get so sick of one feeling, anything, anything to stop you from that one feeling, whether it's pain or excruciating pain, um, you're, you're down and ready to do it, get out of it. You know, um, whether it is, whether you just, happy and you can take on the world and no one can stop you or whether it is one of those depression times, you know, either um, way they're, they, they, it's knocking off those tops and bottoms, you know, get having Matt get on bipolar medication. He does take Vralar. Did I say it right this time? Vralar. Vralar. Um, he, how long have you been taking it? About a year? Two and years. Two years. Oh my gosh, it's gone fast. He's been taking it for two years. So half of our marriage, he's taken it oh. and it's, you know, if his kids were standing next to us, they would agree that he's not the same person. Um, he's the same person, but he doesn't get to those incredibly manic highs or you mask him better. 
Um, don't make that face. It makes me scared. And then, uh, <laughs> and then the very, very lows, but he still has highs and lows. It's everybody. Like, does. Everybody does, but those... everybody does. Mine are just more normal now. Mine are as, as extreme now. Mine are just more leveled out and it's amazing to be able to do that and just to feel more normal. But you know, let me see if there's any questions while you're talking. Oh, everybody. Um, Ouch. Tim Gillette, you said, ouch. What? 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 <laughs> Everybody experiences highs and lows. The thing with being bipolar and unmedicated is your highs and lows are extreme and can last a lot longer than others. You can obsess over things. Um, you can do all sorts of things that are that are just not, not normal. Oh, God, I hate it when he does that. Lord so. Jesus. Um, so, bipolar... Very real conversation. It is an ouch, but this has been our lives since we've been married. And it's been his life for 43 Four years. I said it right. Okay, mm -hmm. 43 years. Yes, he's younger. Yes, he probably not good with numbers. Lives. I'm not good with numbers. Anyone who knows me knows this. Uh, directions and numbers. Don't do it. Um, you learn to, you know, what says, you know, it's not that you learn to love the one you're with, but God puts someone in your life for a reason. And his crazy. And well, and I'm an incredibly charming guy. Oh, yes. You can't incredibly really. Incredibly charming. You totally had no power over my power. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing about men who are bipolar. They're incredibly charming. Um, I can't help Yeah. And it had nothing to do with my own, you know, people pleasing, no boundaries, uh, panic disorder, OCD freak of a wife you've got. But that's what I'm saying is, you know, there's an ebb and flow to it and learning. And I think he's learning too a lot more about what I can handle and not handle and what's funny and not because I know when to back. I'm learning when to back off. He is learning because it makes absolutely no sense to people. Some of the things I have to do, yeah. but he's like, Hey, whatever you got to do, babe, whatever you got to do, babe. that's what he says. Whatever you got to do, babe. Because he understands if you don't, then my panic disorder OCD kicks in and that's it. We're, we're not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, but this is what I'm saying about learning to live with who you're with. It's how you communicate. It's your patience and communication. You can very easily light a fire. Are you kidding me? Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. I thought I did that. Sorry, Instagram. We had a, a, a call that came through. My sincerest apologies. <laughs> okay. Living um, life. Living life. Uh, we have five kids between us. Mm -hmm. um, my, I only had one and he inherited. I only gave birth, right? right. I gave birth to one son, uh, Paul, my oldest, and um, lost a few and then I made a couple he's made several and I'm and I'm beyond blessed to have them because in a way they saved my life as much as you've saved ours I've saved their well, you know what his um we have a we have a different kind of world here we have kids everywhere but I love it kids and animals kids and animals uh we have a lot of animals that's an understatement um don't listen to the idiots I support you do you feel more balanced with the medication? Oh, Tim, yes, for sure. Um, more manageable, uh, uh, for sure. And it's no. taken 40 years to find the right medicine. 
I had to find the right reasons to get on the medicine and try it again. Cause in my youth trying to figure out what I was, um, you know, back then it was manic depression. Uh, it wasn't really bi bipolar was barely coming on the That's scene. That's right. It was manic you know, depressive. I actually, my, my psychologist told me, you know, when he got started 10 years ago or whatever, you know, the book was this big. And now the book is this big of diagnoses out there, you know, because of, of their, it's almost like they're micromanaging the, the, the mental health of people instead of just manic depression. There's bipolar one, there's bipolar two, there's bipolar schizophrenic. Thank you. Because I think a lot of people just say, Oh, someone's bipolar. There are, there's, there's several kinds. Um, one thing, if you don't understand about, bipolar is the what what do you the paranoia end of it the um well you can just feel like you can sometimes you can walk into a room and feel like everybody's looking at you like you're like you're a movie star and on top of the world and the next minute you can feel like everybody's looking at you and you know ready to gouge your eyes out um it causes a lot of social anxieties you know minor I guess I experience the same kind of anxieties, but in a different way than you. We have similarity if we have that, which is, that is one thing that is an issue because it's hard for me to go places. I've said this every week. Uh, that's my panic and anxiety. This was before COVID. COVID has just exasperated it and made it worse. But um, he was just discussing, you know, he gets that same kind of anxiety. So he needs me and I need him. And if one of us doesn't want to go, there's just the one of the we, kids is usually grabbed. Then we have to take one of the kids with us. Yeah. And um, Nora, our oldest carries is, the blunt. I mean, the oldest it. that's still with us. The others are married or with spouses and yeah. they're left other us. sides of the world, other sides of the world. But um, it's, it's, um, not something to be scared of. If someone in your family, you think you have bipolar, all you have to do is actually, thank you, honey, get, ask your family doctor if they have a recommendation for an actual psychiatrist. Do not self-diagnose. Don't go to your family doctor and let them give you, you know, Go to a psychiatrist. That's what they go to school for. Matt will agree because I think when we get branded with something that's incorrect, it can do just as much damage. Oh, if not. Yeah. If, oh yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I'm not saying you're not branded when you go to the psychiatrist. I'm just saying you understand your diagnosis and then you understand. It's kind of like, you're like, yeah. And so that honestly, that's why I did that. that is one more, you know, that's one thing about, about a, a politically correct society is it's, it's getting easier to come out with any kind of issues you have or any kind of personal fears, yeah. habits, fetishes, whatever, you know? Um, but it, it, it makes it so much easier to be able to come out um, um, with, with your own mental issues. I feel in today's world than it definitely ever did feel when I was younger, I would have never been able to, face this at 20 um the way that things were back then you know and if things didn't change who knows what would have, yeah I, I wouldn't be I, show for, I mean you know it's funny you know matt it took him 40 years and and i'm very blessed that my kick in the butt finally is the one that pushed him over the edge so to speak um but i think you just finally saw yourself for the first time for what it was maybe i was sick of failing at things and i didn't want to fail with you 
So, see, so, um, and it would have been easy. I trust me. I had a lot of people supporting me to just say, give up, walk away. But, um, that's not who I am. <laughs> it's just not who I am. And, um, who am I to point fingers? Uh, not like we can go and have some kind of last minute trip somewhere. I mean, yeah. unless you drug me like that, what's that Michael Jackson drug? That puts oh, you night night. Oh my but not gosh. night night. You put me on the spot. See, anyhow, you see that? Shoot, I'll go anywhere because then I won't know about it. I'll just wake yeah. up somewhere great. <laughs> well, hey, speaking of you know taking trips Propofol. or needing to sleep for something. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't like to make it okay. We are sponsored by Panic Age. This is my personal favorite, the PM. <laughs> let, is, let him talk about this because you know seriously. Now this stuff puts me down because that is one problem with 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 me in my mind is it races at night. My body is tired. I'm an electrician. I'm a contractor. I'm um, uh, and, and, and so at the end of the day, I can be a hundred percent tired physically, but mentally my mind is still, Oh wait, did I tighten those down on that, on that panel? Did I, did I put the wire nuts in? Okay. He's an know? electrician and a very good electrician just so you know what he's talking about. And I think a lot of people have that mind racing, but you know, they're but this stuff, bipolar it next level. That. Yeah, it definitely, <laughs> for me, it stops it. It takes me about 30 minutes. It hits her a lot faster. Oops. Sorry. Mic bump. It takes it. it, it it's a lot uh, uh, faster for the wifey here, but for me, Sorry, propofol. Thank you, Kevin. It was off on that propofol. One. Thanks. My OCD needed that. Um, yeah. Okay, so one thing you see, bipolar. He just goes. Yes, hey, it's safe for people in recovery. Okay. Now, um, now it is PM, safe for people in recovery. Yes. PM does have CBD. As does Panic Aid. As does Panic Aid. Anxiety Aid doesn't. No CBD. In case it's something you're concerned about. If that is something you're concerned but, about, it's it, it, there. There are no drug test issues uh, of any kind with, with anxiety. anxiety aid. Aid. I have a lot of first responder first responders. Excuse me, who use it, but. It's glaring. It's glaring. Anyhow, go to the website. Any questions you have, very proud of that product and helping others. And that's why we're talking tonight because our whole life is kind of redirected and being vocal about having bipolar as my husband does or having panic disorder or OCD was not heard of, like he said, but um, when you have kids that have it and I am so proud of them because they're able to, and because of us, I really think about us opening up, open that door. When you hide it and you pretend it's not real and you blame everybody else for your mental health disorders, at some point you wake up. Yeah. Okay. So we wake up and we're like, wow, let's never do that again. Um, so we think of when, when a kid, one of our kids is acting a certain way, we're like, okay, is that this, or is this, this, or is it the, you know, you want to make sure you understand. Yeah. The first thing you look for is the you and them. The you and what them. What, you know, what, uh Oh, <laughs> how'd I screw them up? What do they have? You know, um, Michael Malton just asked me, hi, Mike, Matt. Me yes. Mike. Um, yes. As a matter of fact, um, a few friends of mine sent it to their kids who were in um, recovery. We had to get approval first, obviously. And we sent them all of our ingredients list and everything. Um, and it was actually panic gate and PM that I sent. And um, all the reviews for them were like, Oh my gosh, it took me from this 
to this. Well, and the only difference between the panic aid and the and, and the anxiety aid is the CBD. Yeah, anxiety that's the aid, only difference. There is zero CBD. Michael, just to brag, it's it's got ashwagandha, valerian root, um, magnesium, GABA, Ag magnesium, magnesium, <laughs> um, lavender chamomile, lavender chamomile, all sorts of goodies in there to help you calm down and relax. Thank you, baby. And nothing that interacts with meds. Just so you know, mm -hmm. um, I take meds every day. He takes take meds he takes day. meds every day. Um, this is something I carry with me everywhere I go. That's all I'm going to say, because I never know when I'm going to jump right over <laughs> to the next crazy level. Um, yes, it is, Kevin. Um, anyhow, so thank you to everybody for being here and asking questions. Um, what is your number one tip, would you say, to help people understand someone who's bipolar? that goes against what people think you are. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like people told me run, it's scary. You know, they can hurt you. Uh, you'll never get rid of, I mean, it, just a lot of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. when you look through that and you look at the person, then you find their true person, their self. I mean, if, he wouldn't have admitted finally and seen himself and didn't want to fail again. Like he said, you know, we might not be here today, but we are. And that's the part is because we talked about it and we made it something public and we discuss it. Yeah. So what would you Get say? Get it out there. What, um, what would you say? To break the stigma? I mean, there's really nothing. Oh, you well, can no, say. but it's to help to... someone understand maybe more of what, um, to understand what it's like being bipolar. Right? Oh, wow. wow. Oh, well, first off being bipolar, I don't understand how to be bipolar. You know, I just, I, I take it every day, day at a time. Um, I, I really, there are a lot of stigmas associated with a lot of people, fat people, big people, muscular people, tattooed people, bald people. The only thing ginger is people. ginger people. <laughs> uh, the only thing is that you don't, you don't see my disability. You know, my disability is hidden and I can hide it well sometimes, you sometimes, sometimes, um, sometimes I can't, you know, and <laughs> sometimes it comes out. <clears throat> but uh, with medication, I'm able to to keep it under control. And Vraylar, I see that you were on our, in, our Instagram. Yeah, I would, I've got to say this for the record. If for some reason, you know. Vraylar actually liked our your, your what you were saying, honey, that two years you've been on Vraylar. Oh. And I'm a big fan of it because it made my husband someone who could be him again. I mean, yes, we all have our ups and downs and our bad days, but he is, he's back. I'm, pr I'm a pretty awesome guy. He's a pretty awesome guy. So thank you. And thank you for, for those who can't afford anything right now because we understand we're struggling just like everybody else. Um, Vraylar has a great program. You can fill out and get medication for a highly discounted rate. Um, if you're in the DFW area, Matt goes to see Dr. Prizant. Prizant, P-R-Y-Z-A-N-T. Yes. Um, and I usually post it later. And he's um, awesome. And he does right now, he does contactless visits with me. He can do like a, a FaceTime call. Or Zoom. Is it Zoom or one of those? I, he can do whatever you need to. Okay. See, and that's, um, I get to do both. But uh, if you need a psychologist for anything, uh, please see 
Dr. J. Michelini, and I will uh, put his tag up. And my counselor is Chris with, I'm going to forget it, and I always do, his um, name of his business. I don't know. Great. He's the best counselor I've ever had. He gives me homework, and he's really helped me to even you know, deal with me, deal with him. Um, so I'm not saying don't go see a counselor. Unlike him, if you, have, I'm not saying don't go see a counselor. I'm just saying a counselor doesn't work for moi. That would be him. <laughs> okay. We will be here, uh, again. Um, if you have questions about, I don't even know what, we've just been moving, baby. If you have any questions about being bipolar, you're not sure, um, we're used to it. We get a lot of questions. Um, yeah, feel free. Message us. Message on the us. Side, you know. Message us, please, uh, on any of the social medias that we're at. Thank you, Kim. Um, love you, Kim. Um, so it's, this is, we wanted to do this, like I said, to help kind of not end the stigma. I'd love to end the stigma, but let's be realistic. No, I mean, there's no, just, you can't end the stigma of anything. No, I mean, but we can say that you don't have to listen to everyone telling you to run. If either your girlfriend or boyfriend or wife or spouse, you just have to be honest. And, and I, I will say for you and for Mrs. West, um, <laughs> Thank you. That, he did not just do that. I did. I did. But it takes it takes a strong woman to, to be able to put up with it. And I really hope uh, after what I've seen in the media about Kanye, I really hope he gets himself away from the people that, that are negative for him. Or, I or hope he finds lying to him. Yeah. I hope he, he finds needs to Vrelar. find very large because honestly, it's um, you're still your same creative self. Because it's one thing yeah. about bipolar folks. Oh, yeah. No, you're just so creative. They don't want to give that up. No, this you isn't know. like anything that I've taken in the past where you where you don't feel like yourself anymore. You 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 still feel like yourself. It's just controllable. It's just right. You know, you don't get out of hand with things. What was this one? Keep sharing success stories. Yep. Thank you. You know what? Thank you, Michael. We're um we're getting there. My my number one makes me the happiest right now is when my kids are able to communicate with me about what's going on. And um, even some of my daughter's friends have had um, anxiety, panic issues, and it, it can be very scary when you don't know what a panic attack feels like. And to be able to answer those questions has been yeah, it's a blessing. It's, I have been a, such, I have it's really, a it's really made me very, very, very happy. <laughs> well, I have a friend whose brother's bipolar, you know, and uh, he's been able to ask me questions about it now, how his family can deal with it. And there's really no one size fits all. Everybody's an individual with this thing, but you know, I can tell you what's worked for me and what continues to work for me. And uh, open honesty, communication, communication. My number one thing I tell everyone is stop hiding. If you've got mental health, you got mental health. It's not an illness. As far as I'm concerned, it's just a part of who we are. And um, there's amazing things we can do that other people can't do. Yeah. And True. you're stuck with us. Yeah, you are. Because <laughs> we've made babies too. And those uh, babies are going to make oh babies. And then those babies will make babies. And that so. gene's just going to keep going. Yep. If you have questions about bi being bipolar, like I said, or panic, anxiety, uh, depression, 
if you live with someone, if you have it, <clears throat> we are completely open. Put the suicide on. Okay. Oh, hold on. I have to put my eyebrows on because let's be honest. I'm not young like this one. Oh, yeah. Spring chicken here. Okay. Suicide hotline. Is there that? we go. Okay. My husband was like, put the suicide hotline up. We're the suicide hotline is anonymous. They don't track you. They don't trace you. They just talk to you. You know, it's just if you're feeling that low, if you're feeling that, uh, that it's that time um, and there's no other way around things, um, uh, reach out, call that number, um, talk to somebody, let them let them just hear your story. They'll sit there and listen for hours. Um, your phone battery can't keep up with these people, you know, so. Uh, well, thank you for sharing that, honey, because, you know, I think people first admitting it and then second being scared to dial a phone number yeah, and um, don't be you're <laughs> there's more of us than, you know, yep. that have walked down that same road and um, no judgment, uh, no judgment. If you're bipolar, no judgment. If you're, you know, thinking of suicide because we've all been to a place, but you keep going and uh, those baby steps still count. As don't steps make a permanent up. decision for a temporary deal in your you know, that's all there is to it. And uh, cause all you're going to do is just pass that along to the people that are around you that love you. I love you said that because I have to remind him of that a lot. <laughs> um, so thank you all for joining us tonight. Uh, we will be back. Was there any questions before we, cause you've got, yes, Kevin, they do. I don't want to know. Oh, yes, Kevin, they do. But only with really close friends who accept people for who they are. Not everybody does that. So thank you for joining us. Um, we're going to be doing this again. If you have any questions, send them. Um, don't forget our sponsors. Don't forget our sponsor, anxietyaid.com, panicaid.com. Uh, direct message us if you would like us to discuss certain things next. We've got Dr. J. Michelini coming up. Uh, we've got Sharon again with counseling. Uh, we're going to make sure that we're being open and honest and here for you guys. So thank you. Love you. Here. Love you guys. Have a good evening. We'll see y'all later.